With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Homewood bound 400 metres to go in the group one. Bone crusher stakes and prowess. She's done plenty of work, but she takes the lead. Defribulates coming after her. Campanessa and La Creek are starting to warm up in behind the Masterix. It's prowess. She's been popped the question. Campionessa's coming after her. Prowess wants to lay out. Campionessa ranged up on the outside and in La Creek. Prowess digging. Campionessa can't get her. Prowess. Well, she's got a group one. Prowess. She's a star three-year-old filly. She had to work hard for that victory prowess, and then she had to make sure that she held on to the race in the stewards' room. But in the end, she was going away from her rivals in the Bone Crusher to take out her first Group 1. And her co-trainer, Robert Welville, joins us here on Giddy Up. Robert, first of all, congratulations. She deserved that that big Group 1. Yeah, morning. Um, yeah, I think she certainly did. Obviously, she's the won the, the million-dollar crack, a million which it uh, was like a Group One, but didn't have the Group One status, being a uh, yeah, a restricted race. So um, nice to get the Group One on her page, um, albeit that we had a few nervous moments in the uh, in the stewards' room. We all know that New Zealand's got a great bunch of talented gallopers at the moment, and we saw that with Levante taking out the Australian Guineas recently. So you've decided now to um, pack her up and um, get her to Sydney for the carnival? Is that still on the agenda? Yeah, definitely. She seems to have come through the run well. So um, if everything's good by the end of the week, she'll probably hop on a uh, on a plane on either either Sunday or Monday and and uh, come across to Sydney and and, um, and at the stage run on the, uh, in the binary stakes. What do you think her best trip is? Um, probably, probably two thousand really is. Yeah. Um, a mile two thousand. Um, you know, she's um, she's been good over both, but yeah, I think she's she's sort of that that middle distance sort of a horse. Yeah, and how good do you think she is? Um, well, at this stage, she looks very good. Yeah. Um, Legato, it was nice to see her come over, and as you say, when the Australian Guineas, it sort of has Frank the the New Zealand form. Um, uh. Who knows? Really, she looks like she's immature, and that she will improve at four. So, if she improves off what she's doing now, she's um, she's going to be pretty special. But um, uh, you know, if she can get a Group One and at three in Australia, um, you know that, that 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 would be wonderful. But yeah, I mean, at this stage, we are really looking forward to her as an older horse. So she goes around the vinery, and we all know that class fillies can step up and win an Oaks, even though that they might not be suited by the trip. Is that still a possibility after the Vinery? Yeah, it's certainly a possibility, but we sort of probably won't think about that until after the Oak, uh, Vinery, pardon me. Um, we did pay the, the first acceptance, so she's still in the uh, in the nominations, and, and, and it is a chance, but um, at this stage we'll just uh, take it one by one. Warren Kennedy wrote her on Saturday. Will you keep with Warren or will you go with an Australian hoop? Um, more than likely to get an Australian jockey. Um, there's a few balls in there at the moment, nothing firmed up, but we'd like to get that firmed up within the next couple of days. Well, she's an exciting filly, mate, and um, we saw her 
um, do what she did there on Saturday when she's got form lines around Levante. Um, we all know how competitive or how good she was winning in Australian Guineas, as you pointed out. So can't wait to see what your filly can do in Sydney, especially in that vinery. We appreciate your time and well done, Robert. Thank you. appreciate it. Hello to you, Butch. G'day, Gareth. How you doing? Good, thanks, mate. How good is Prowess in Levante? If you could pick one, which one would you go? Which way would you oh, go? Maybe Legato. Yeah. Legato, the three-year-old filly. So, oh, look, I think there might be different fillies. Uh, maybe, uh, well, Prowess has beaten her when we saw it uh, on Caracamillion Million night. She's, they're both high, high-class fillies, uh, as we saw with uh, Legato winning at the Australian Guineas. Uh, Prowess has come out. I think that 2,000 metres uh, is absolutely bang on for Prowess. And, um, yeah, look, she was so good on Saturday. I don't know. I, I don't think there's any picking in them. They're both right out of the top drawer. And uh, probably barrier draws and distances would be the trick as to which one might win uh, whenever they clash. He's Tokyo Tycoon's a special horse, isn't he? He remained um, unbeaten there on the weekend after winning his Group 1 with Opie aboard this time. Yeah, that's right. Opie uh, was uh, able to uh, get some money out of Tokyo Tycoon. Of course, made the wrong decision, crack a million night, and uh, left brewing that uh, for uh, the next time as well. So, uh, yeah, he was able to posse him up in a perfect spot uh, behind Ulanova that was always going to be the leader. Uh, look, momentarily, it looked at the 200. It might be a horse race, but if you watch the video, you watch uh, Tokyo Tycoon chop-legged about the 150-metre mark and pretty quickly put two and a half links uh, into her and was uh, doing it comfortably at the finish. Yes, she's a high-class uh, racehorse. He's a two-year-old that's done uh, everything that's asked of him. As you said, unbeaten, and he'll go to the paddock as an unbeaten two-year-old. Uh, he'll get out uh, there into the grass while there's still some sun on his back, and he might grow a little bit, and, uh, yeah, maybe uh, the world is his oyster as a three-year-old. be interesting to see uh, how he furnishes and develops into that three-year-old season. What a great Auckland Cup with Platinum Invader winning. Yeah, he was. Look, he'd placed in the race previously. Uh, he uh, suited by the set weight and penalty conditions of the race. Ryan Elliott bided his time and came with a, a, a late burst to catch a nerve, not verve, right on the line, who looked the winner. Um, but uh, Platinum Invader uh, had that unrelenting uh, burst late in the race and got the job done. Ladies' man made up a stack of ground from uh, well back and just got too far out of his ground. And uh, Aquacade probably did over-raced in that first half of the race. That might have been her undoing as a, a very, very hot favourite. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, Platinum Invader, he's been around for a wee while. He's a stable favourite there at the ladder stable, and uh, he got the job done and uh, banked the thick end of the half-million dollar in the stake money from uh, the Barfoot and Thompson Auckland Cup Saturday. Another really great weekend of racing in New Zealand and looking forward to seeing what Prowess can do when she arrives in Sydney in a couple of weeks' time. Good on your Butch. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, the raiding party certainly... Uh Getting uh, to uh, a big number, isn't it? Look, uh, by yeah. the time we got Sharp and Smart winning your derby, Prowess winning the Vinery and maybe the Oaks, uh, Levante gets over for this weekend. Legado's come home with that Group 1 Australian Guineas. It's certainly uh, a, uh, a really good time for uh, these New Zealand horses to get across and annex some of the big spoils on offer. Good on you, Butch. Thanks for that, mate.